Hey! Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Dual Screens Crossplay Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Stephen Fontana, and I will answer Taylor Allen's question because he is here. <laughs> How are you, Taylor? Oh, I'm good, Steve. How <laughs> it's going to be great. I'm very excited. Andy Asimakis is here. He's in that other box, and he is, uh, you know, as handy as ever. Taking time out of Elden Wing, Stephen. Elden how, Wing is gonna have to take a back seat. How how dare you? To the listen, I'm I'm prepping. <laughs> this is this this right here is the ultimate sales pitch slash prep session mm. for Elden Wing. So mm-hmm. and if you don't know why we're calling it Elden Wing, listen to last week's episode. <laughs> and follow us on TikTok. We're on that. Now. Yes, I was about to <laughs> pitch the TikTok. Yes. <laughs> At dual screens on TikTok. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Dual Screens Crossplay Podcast, the internet's number one gaming news show that you've never heard of. Probably. The show posts each and every week on your listening, uh, for your listening pleasure on your favorite service. Like, we're everywhere. We're all over the place, including Podbean. That's our home. But we record the show live on twitch.tv slash dual screens streams, which is where where this chat below is coming from. So if you see anybody doing things there, that's what that's from. You could come and you could just watch us do the show. And I think we play Pokemon in the chat too. So you could even do that while we're doing the show. It's great. It's a great time. And if you want to support, support us with your hard-earned cash dollar bills, y'all, and chat with us every day in our Discord, you go to patreon.com slash NDS podcast, just like our Patreon producers, Colton, the Apprentice Nestler, and FNH Paul. Gentlemen, this is going to be a special show. Taylor mm. wanted to be on here because Elden Wing is out and it's doing its yes. thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to talk the hell out of it. Mm-hmm. But first, before we get into any of that stuff, mm-hmm. the Adventures in Gaming is going to be Elden Wing. And I know that. And I know that. So we're going to go into the indie news report to start the show. Oh, okay. I thought you like do your game for like five, only five seconds. I'd give you to talk about your game. for the No, week. Not, I've <laughs> only been playing the games that are under embargo. So I, I have two more days where I could say anything about any of them. So no. All that's right. What's happening? Indie game watch. All right. Here we go. The ramp former guest of the show yes. is out on the switch on March 17th. It costs $6. People. Perfect switch game. Go and get it. It's six dollars. It. So if you don't $6. know what that game is, it is basically a never-ending skate game where you're just kind of skating around doing <laughs> cool stuff. That's it. And it's very simple graphics, but it's got a great physics engine, and it's a blast to play. Super easy controls, and it's the perfect Switch game. Like it's just it's perfect. Anyway, continue, Andy. And I'm dropping that interview in the link in mm. the chat so folks can in the see chat it. you go to our YouTube youtube.com slash mm. dual screens TV and you could look up the ramp and you can oh, wow this out. is like the ramp. this feels like yes this feels like all future guests of the show now these right. next three announcements here we go cat, cat, cat cafe managers out April 14th which yes. it is exactly what it sounds like yes uh I <laughs> I put in for a review code for that so, mm-hmm. unsurprisingly. Uh, I, I have a question because I've actually never seen this. Yes. Mm-hmm. Are you a cat that no. just manages a regular cafe? No. Or you're are you the waiter. manager of a cafe for cats? Neither. Yes. Neither. <laughs> so it's not exactly what it sounds like. It, no, it is because there are cat cafes in the universe. Like that's a thing. Yes. It okay. is a cafe for humans that has mm-hmm. cats in it for you to pet mm-hmm. while you're having open door policy for cats. Right. 
So mm. cats live in the cafe. People mm. come and enjoy their coffee and tea and mm. biscuits while Alst. cats roam around and you could like Playing pet them cats. and you play yeah. with them and then they get adopted from there. So it's it, like almost like, a, a you know, some places will let you actually adopt the cats anyway. Yeah. Um, Significantly adorable. worse than the other two options. No, it's a sim, yes. man. It's a cafe manager sim, but with cats and stuff. Yeah, but how good would it, it be if you were a cat that managed the cafe? Like, imagine a little bite. If you want that, go play Bear and Breakfast, Taylor. Correct. That's uh, yeah, right. Okay. Correct. <laughs> You're an actual bear. Yeah, that's yes. a good point. That's a good point. Also, former guest of the show. Also, former guest of the show. <laughs> it's all. It's almost uh, as like we've done this for. Six I know. Years. However I know. long it's been, five years. Cult, Cult of the Lamb, which is an interesting looking indie game, which I don't know what it what it is from a gameplay perspective. Cult um, of the Lamb. Right. It looks all sorts of neat on the artistic side, but gameplay, I think it's like, oh it's, God. Sort of, it's sort of like Binding of Isaac, maybe, I'm not quite sure. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> but it is coming to console also, and future guests of the show so i can ask them then what's your game about <laughs> give me all the details yes and then fight and then finally uh ages of kateria mm -hmm. is out now on kickstarter yes. it's already smashed its goal with plenty of time to spare so throw some money at that and let's get some of those uh whatever they're called what are they called again stretch goals there it is there it is <laughs> words word. are hard words That's are very word. hard i knew the word goal was extra goal plus goal not something that sound right to me <laughs> um <doesn't> right <laughs> all right so again we're gonna end this with elden wing so we had a huge news pokemon had their pokemon uh direct they don't call them directs they call them pokemon uh what do they call them uh it was pokemon day Right? It was Pokemon Day, but they call yeah. it the special like video. Anyway, it was a short video. Um, we got some more information, uh, simple stuff, like updates to games that are already out, including an update that hit that day for Arceus or Arceus, sorry, um, which added this really cool thing. Uh, I, I've been playing Arceus quite a bit, but it adds this thing called a massive mass outbreaks because their mass outbreaks are a thing, um, which just litters the map with just a massive amount of Pokemon for you to catch. Um, mm -hmm. And it's really cute. And uh, I'm, I'm still excited, but that is not the biggest piece to come out of this, this Pokemon presentation. We, to the shock of like uh, many people, including myself, they announced gen nine, the, the next gen of Pokemon. And it's coming out this year mm. and they didn't show much. They gave us the starter Pokemon, the first stage of the, of the starter Pokemon. They look very cute. Um, I'm not Dude, really too much of that, a fan of the designs, but... That little ghost pepper? Uh -huh. Oh, uh -huh. he's very cute. <laughs> and this yes. might be the first generation that I have to go with the fire starter. Because it is real cute. And if it's going to be like a, a fire ghost type, uh -huh. imagine. So good. Imagine. So here, here's the... the, the Okay, before we get into like details, the video for this almost alludes to the fact that this is going to be an Arceus style 
Pokemon mainline Pokemon games. So open yeah. world. They confirmed that it is a seamless open world. You could go from city to to forest to river to whatever, completely seamlessly, completely open ended. Which is actually different than Arceus because you actually have to go from zone to zone in Arceus and like mm-hmm. load the zone. So I'm um, interested to see what that's like. Um, we don't know how you catch Pokemon. We don't know if it's like Arceus and that, which is of course you you hide. You could throw Pokeballs. You could throw berries and basically lure them out, or you could battle them, weaken them, catch them, whatever. Um, but the cool thing about that the the current system in Arceus is that the sheer volume happens so much quicker than in the previous gen, where you would have to roam around in grass and get into a one v one fight and then hope to catch that Pokemon. This is like it's Pokemon on steroids, and <coughs> excuse me. And I'm super excited that it appears so far that this is where the series is going. Very excited for that. Uh, the three starter Pokemon, the grass is uh, Sprigatito. Sprigatito. Now, are, are we? is this Spanish or Italian? That is the Definitely question. Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because of the next Pokemon right. you're going to. Now we have, so Sprigatito is a leaf grass cat mm-hmm. so gatito means little cat as you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. sprig i guess or whatever is like the you know like a twig like a sprig you know yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's a nice cute little play on words then we have the fire pokemon who's absolutely adorable and i'm and i agree with you but i can't not pick a cat unfortunately i apologize <laughs> uh fue coco fue coco so mm-hmm. fue fuego coco yes yes i'm seeing it yeah Coco, yeah, coconut. Uh, no, I don't so know what cocoa means. I was I was watching a TikTok about this. Um, I think it's referring to the like skull like mask on its face. Mm. I think it has something to do. It's like ghost or skull or something. Interesting. So it's a mm. it's a it's a fire skull or mm-hmm. a, a fire ghost. ghost I don't pepper. Know. It's definitely a yeah. ghost pepper. Mm-hmm. Ask Mike. Mike speaks Spanish. I don't know. Oh yeah, cocodrilo, right? Co- cro- crocodile, right? It's a fire mm-hmm. crocodile. We yes. Oh uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and okay. then there's wow. Quaxly, the sassy duck Pokemon. Um, this is probably the most uninspired design for any Pokemon I think uh, ever, except for the bag of trash or like kind of horrible the sword. <laughs> um, what about the vanilla ice cream? No, because at least that's cr- creative. Like you had to is take it? yes, because you made an inanimate thing, a food, into a creature this is like hey you guys know I mean, ducks here's one <laughs> like that's it it's a water you, you can argue it's the same a... thing about the bag of trash though yeah you, you know well you're animating the bag of... yes you're it's yeah. definitely above this quaxley quaxley great name just yeah. a top t- s rank naming for a pokemon quaxley like come on but can you derive the Spanish uh, origin of that one? I don't think there like the other I don't two? think there is one. <laughs> um, but that means that its final form is going to be like twenty seven different yeah. letters. Like it's going to be ridiculous. Now, uh-huh. Sir Duckalong, <laughs> it's just this giant fucking mech. Yeah, but, water steel type. So, if we're guessing, okay, I think the fire Pokemon is going to have a dual type of fire and ghost. I yeah. think that that's pretty much. In, in the bag here. Um, yeah. What are we thinking as a dual type for Sprigatito? You know what I'm thinking right now, Steven? You've talked about this announced for like, I think, five minutes already, possibly. Yep. No, it was about You haven't three. said the name of the games yet. Well, we're going to get there. We're going to get... <laughs> okay, don't worry. Okay. We're going to get One there. day. 
But eventually. This is Gen 9. This is what counts. Yeah. The names yes. don't matter. The okay. names don't matter. <laughs> I want to. I want you guys to know this. We're is just very talking important. about the they names could call of the this Pokemon. cock and balls, and it wouldn't matter. Nobody would care. Oh, that would matter to me. I would buy Coco. We have Fuecoco. That's what counts here, folks. Fuecoco balls. Yes. Uh, Fue Coco. Immediate thoughts. Listen, Somebody I think that, they're all. I, I, I think they're all cute. Oh no, they, they're, they're all, all cute. I just I think these like... are the cutest batch yeah. I've seen in a very long time. Um, they just—they're not inspired to me, except for Fue Coco. It's yeah, just the like, cat. It's a green cat. Like that's all it is. So they, is a green cat. They put all of their effort into, into the fire ghost pepper crocodile, and then yeah. like, guys, we're done with creativity. But even that is like we, we already had a crocodile. But not a fiery ghosty crocodile. We already had a cat. We we've had pigeons too, but you know. Yeah, but anyway. Um, so the cat. I'm thinking grass, and fighting. Here's why. I'm mm-hmm. hopeful. <laughs> I hope that this cat, its third stage, is also a luchador. <laughs> So that I can have so a tag team. So it's just fucking uh, uh-huh. what's his face from Gen Seven? Yes, yes. So we oh, got Layton. Right. Layton uh, w- oh, yeah. What is it? In, in, nah, oh, fuck. Yeah. Uh, the one that's kn- in Smash. Ah, yes. Why am I blanking on the name? Chat. This is why you're here to fact check me and to make my brain not broken. Um, <laughs> but yes, that I want a tag team. I want a Fire and Leaf tag team. Those two Pokemon, big Lucha wrestler types. Incineroar. Incineroar, they, thank you. Yes, that would be but wait, ah, Chef's kiss. Wouldn't wouldn't they burn each other? Like if a leaf and a fire, it's, he's fucked. The well, that's why that's right? why yeah. the other type <laughs> is fighting, and the, and I think the other one is dark. Mm. So like they're just like, yeah, we're like brothers. You know what I mean? We're brothers. We're the brothers luchador. Hey, you know what I mean? I think that'd be perfect. Uh, Quaxley, <laughs> this is gonna be the tough one because it's just a fucking duck. It's mm-hmm. just a duck. It gives you no hints. There's that's it's, the best it's part. It's a duck. Okay. That's the now best we part. know we know that the only that the other duck, who turns into a platypus for some reason, yes, the platypus that's named Side Duck. We'll put it that yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. Is a, is like a psychic water duck, platypus right. thing. So platyduck. Pla- yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking. Hear me out. I don't think they're going flying as the second type, even though no. it's an avi- it's an aviary. I mm. think fairy. Because mm. there's not really a ton of of fairy Pokemon out there yet. Like they did have to retcon some to become fairy Pokemon. But I think a fairy water type would be a very interesting pairing. If it's retcon, if it's fairy type. That? Oh yeah. Yeah. When they when they created the fairy typing. It was, mm-hmm. I think, Gen Five or Gen Gen Five or Gen Oh, five. they made older ones. It's a fairy yes. type. Yes. Is that what exactly. happened? Like Clefa- exactly. like Clefairy instead of being a normal Pokemon is now a fairy right. Pokemon. Yeah, right. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, okay. if it's if it's Water Fairy type, it's going to be one of the strongest Pokemon in the game. Mm-hmm. Like, hands down, that's a really strong like type combo. I also, if you look, at and his... I would pick the stupid duck if that was the case. Like, <laughs> if you look at if you look at the Why duck, are you shitting on this duck so much. I'm so it lost. fucking sucks, Andy. It sucks. It's just a fucking duck. <laughs> that's all it is, Andy. It's a duck. That's why. Now, he's not trying to be special, but here's the thing: he's just a regular ass duck. If you look at this duck, 
the ugly duckling. You if, do not know how the story goes. <laughs> but it's not ugly. It's a cute. It's adorable. But it's just a duck. That's all it is. Is a right. duck. It. But the hat slash hair. What if this mm-hmm. thing becomes like a military duck, like oh! like camouflage yeah. freaking pants, fatigues, oh, yeah. like the bandolier of like fucking water balloons across yeah. his chest, and it's just like let's go, like a cigar hanging out of his mouth and some shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One eye this turns into fucking Rambo. <laughs> yeah, he's just Rambo's he's a, a duck. He's got a, he's got the blue beret on. He's like I see some shit. I see it. <laughs> M60 in his arms. He's water dark type. They they call him Viet Duck or some shit. Like, yeah, he's he's ready to go. He's ready to go. Anyway, let's move on. Anyway, the games are Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet. So he did it. Red and purple. Yeah. Nailed it. Um, Nailed it. (laughs) Sifu has sold over one million copies. Oh, One good lordy! Million copies, ladies and gentlemen. How about I should that? play that game? No less. You should play that game, Taylor. But he, well, it's not happening anytime not soon. Not now. <laughs> yeah. Eventually. Eventually, I'll play that game. Some say it's the Dark Souls of beat 'em ups. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Some people are stupid. Some people still say it. <laughs> Um, congratulations, three weeks, one million copies sold. I, know, I wonder man. how many were refunded because I know a lot of people Huge. were pissed off about that game. Um, not a because lot of because they're bad at it, yes, a hundred percent, yes. Uh, gotcha. so congratulations, not really much to, to talk about on that one, but it you know, great for them. Um, this is a kind of a sneaky big announcement. Um, Resident Evil 2, Resident Evil 3, and Resident Evil 7, so the two and three remakes and seven. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm are getting mm-hmm. a free next-gen update. F- totally free. Um, obviously, um, Resident Evil 8 is not getting that treatment because Resident Evil 8 was already cross-gen, so it already has a next-gen option out there. Um, this is free, which is really nice. Um, if you have the disc versions, it will give you the digital uh, upgrade for free, obviously. Do you ha- now? What I'm wondering is, and maybe you guys would know, um, do you have to have the disc after you do your upgrade? Do you have to continuously put the disc in the system for it to like register that you have it? So I think uh, this happened with that Star Wars Jedi game. Okay. What's it called again? Jedi Fallen Order. Fallen Order, correct. You had to like do a proof of purchase thing, right? Like EA, and they give you like a digital code, right? I think for the game for the next gen. If if a digital only system, I think that's how they would do it from a from physical right. to digital. Right. So yeah, I'm not sure how they're gonna do it on Capcom's end. This is like a first for them because they haven't done this like update for their old stuff for next gen ever. So like the the thing you would want to prevent is people just borrowing the disc and getting a free game on their PS5 or or mm-hmm. Xbox Series X. Um mm-hmm. Like, that's really the only thing that you would have to worry about. And right. it's a free upgrade anyway, so I don't know if they really care. Um, yeah. But, I mean, this will definitely increase sales on the, the previous... Well, like, if you were waiting for next... If you were waiting to get a PS5 for whatever reason to play these games because you wanted, like, a little performance boost, even though it's, like, not built... It's, it's just something the console would do for you. Mm-hmm. Now you'd be like, oh, well, I'll buy it now. I'll play it. 
Um, and then when I finally get my PS5 and Xbox Series X, I, I'll get that free upgrade. I don't know. I don't know. Who, I mean, it's great. Yeah, it's, um, it's sneaky and it's great. I'm not sure if I care enough to actually play these games again or revisit them. Like RE7 is like way old out of the three. It's like that game was what, 2000? I want to say, what, 18, 17? It was. I think it was early. I think it's it's been a while. I think it was early 18 because it was three years and then we got. Right. The next one. So I think that. But again, kudos on giving it for free because this could have been like another sony will charge you ten dollars for the next gen version of a game i don't think i don't think sony has that pull when it comes to third parties if if they're publishing their own shit like i don't think they have that pull but again i'm just saying it's nice to give it away for free yeah no it's great yeah it's great it'll definitely drive sales regardless like it's gonna the fact that there is a next gen version on the store is going to entice people who are getting that next gen console like right now to be like oh I'll mm-hmm. just I'll just buy that you know um mm-hmm. I didn't buy I think RE7 was in the PS Plus collection too so mm-hmm. yep you get a free game plus free upgrade free free game plus free better game game yes mm-hmm. free game looks better game everybody calm the shit down the steam deck is not broken it's Hold broken it's it's over it's unbroken uh, Gabe's outside my door right now. Yes, there. Like, take it back, Gabe. This is not working. You say that, but apparently Gabe was actually hand delivering some of these to people. Yes, he was. That's why Which I said it. Fantastic. That is wild. <laughs> I, I, the fact that he is still as involved with that company as he is, like that man is a bajillionaire at this point, <laughs> right? Like he Go. could never be in the public eye ever again, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just live happily for the rest of his life. Good for him. Sure. Like, good for him. Absolutely. I'd like, come inside. Take a seat. Can I shave you? <laughs> <laughs> He's just out there in like a t-shirt and khakis. Just like, here's, right. your, here's your thing. <laughs> like, oh, cool. Thanks. Some people I bet had no idea who he was. No clue. No Dude, fucking like, clue. Where, who now, that, DHL has, it... has lowered their hiring standards. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, so Taylor didn't talk, just yeah. laughed, and Andy yes. and I both took a drink. So that was like so it was, podcasting one on one right there. That's my that's my bad. <laughs> I I wasn't looking at you guys because I'm like reading the thing, and so I didn't see that both of you were drinking. <laughs> so here's how it's broken or was it broken. Was, People yeah. were losing their fucking shit because they was getting stick drift. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. they were they were getting switch uh vibes yeah um turns out it was a software thing that because they put out a update that kind of had a bug in it that caused the that whatever system i don't fucking know the high tech shit anyway they patched it out and it works fine they sent a hardware fairy to everyone's house everyone's house sprinkled some uh stick lube on the sticks and it fixed the drift the Steam That's Deck right. is a fairy type, in case you all were wondering. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but, uh, yeah, because I get, like, my Switch, I've gone through, I think, four sets of Joy-Con at this point, because wow. it's so bad. I just repaired my original. Like, I bought the parts and on Amazon and just did it myself. I'm not sure what would happen if the Steam Deck, which has the detachable anything of it, yeah. gets some, get some stick drift. Like, nope. 
the whole yeah that's way too expensive of a system to like be like yeah it's just a little stick drift i didn't even (laughs) think about that until they said it i was like fuck this could happen now to this yeah yeah they uh, i mean we'll see <laughs> uh, people are going to be playing that thing a lot so yeah and, and you mentioned it in the discourse Stephen, about how much of that is like on the hardware side versus the player side like if i'm aggressively molesting my it, it my, should my be able sticks. to handle aggressive molestation like it should yes. but mm-hmm. when you when you think about like the stress tests these things go through it goes over like repeated use and like they'll test all the buttons, they'll move the stick, they'll do 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 do. The machine will just do this shit for like three straight days, and that's great. But that doesn't account for the you know the person that um, you know leaves it in their bag with no case, or and and mm-hmm. the stick is just constantly just pushed forever until they take it out. That's happened to me with my switch, like in the case where it just kind of gets just shifted a little bit in the case, and then I I pick it up and I see this, and the stick mm-hmm. goes boing back into place, like. That, that stuff happens like it's hardware i mean it's gonna happen there's gonna be flaws in hardware it's, it's gonna be yeah. you know um i just hope that all the research the r&d that went into it would prevent it from happening this quickly like the switch used old parts that were like picked from all over the world that were then pieced together into the, like that was a big thing i remember when this whole st- thing started like they were using old parts um, right, old technology. Right. I don't think the Steam Deck is going to be using old technology for, especially because there's no, like, haptics and shit like that. Like it's just, mm. it just has to function. That's that's all it has to do. So I digress. It was just a bug. Everybody, calm the fuck down. Um, We're fine. Andy won. I don't know. All right. I don't know if anybody, everybody knows this, but Andy came in recently. Came into a massive sum of money, and he has been, <laughs> he has been irresponsibly spending this money. And possibly the most irresponsible way, but also the hypiest way. Andy, what did you do? Oh, so the uh, URL for SoundHell.com was set to expire. So I bought it for $10,000. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and apparently I also put up a single image of a tweet from Masahiro Ito, who was the lead artist on SoundHell for many, many years. Mm-hmm. And the tweet simply says... Let me pull it up right now. <laughs> I regret ever designing Pyramid Head. Yes. I wish I hadn't designed fucking Pyramid Head. Yeah. So that tweet, which was tweeted out on February 20th, is now what you will see when you go to soundhell.com. And it go. wasn't me. It was not me. Okay. <laughs> Definitely wasn't Andy, guys. <laughs> Did come into a large sum of money, but nah. no, it it he it's it, it's funny. He it's won really the funny because you know they I think we had some laws that go into effect where you can't, you can no longer like website squat anymore. So if Konami does do like a whole, we want it back, then they're gonna they'll just take they'll, they'll they won't no they won't pay shit. They can just this isn't it. squatting. They'll, no, that's not they'll, squatting. No, the, no, they'll seize it. They can seize it back. No, they can't. Yes, they can. No, they can't. No, yes, they, they can. They can, <laughs> they can only do that if you buy it and don't use it. If as long as this website is being used for something. Is this what it's being used for? It, to show a single tweet? It could be it could be any tweet by <laughs> X Silent Hill developers. What if it just updates mm-hmm. and puts like the next quote? You know what I mean? Then it becomes a site that get, get gets right. traffic. Okay. You know what I mean? And then they're gonna sell it for ten million dollars. 
Well, I think the bigger story is how much Konami gives a shit about Silent Hill. So yeah, any any sort of rumors of things being made, I think died with this. <laughs> website being taken away because if you can't be bothered to renew like the website to like a franchise that you own it's it's dead it's over at this point so yeah Um, i'm sure i'm sure sure broke um uh cool story andy cool story let's talk about elden wing i think it broke me a little bit yes good 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 move i was gonna say it probably broke kojima's heart that's all I'm saying. Oh, totally. Uh, yeah, he's yeah. he's very upset right um, now. Yeah, so Elden Wing is finally here. Yeah. And y- yeah, it y'all, y'all it, it has taken over our Discord so mm-hmm. much so that we had to make its own channel. Yeah. Which rarely happens. It happened right. for Apex With Legends. Apex. That's um, it. No, it right. happened for oh, Animal Crossing. Animal too. Crossing, yes. And I <laughs> think at one point Pokemon Go, but that might have been before Purger. Before yeah. it's Taylor, I was, um, I was there for that. yeah. I think that's gonna be like the new hotness channel. It'll always change names when we're all like into some new shit obsessively for like new a hotness. month. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, I, I'm gonna. I'm ignorant. I didn't. I have it. It's <laughs> downloaded. It's ready to go. I'm gonna start it tomorrow on stream twitch.tv slash Batchild. Good. Be there. So excited for you. Eight thirty p.m. No Eastern time. I'm going to probably spend most of that first stream just creating my character. Um, it's going to oh, be... He's going to get his dick kicked in, Andy. I'm so excited. <laughs> I know. I want to like... like I will give you $1,000 if you don't lose at the first boss. Yeah, but I know you're supposed to lose at the first boss. As well, no, not right? that one. Not, no, not the unpurposed one. one. Okay, not the Like the actual proper like first yeah. boss. Okay. And you can grind as much as you want to. I, oh, but I'm you have grind. one shot. <laughs> okay. That's it. It's One clip it out. Clip it glory. out. Because I'm going to paste my I'm attempt. You, I'm, not, I'm not giving you a thousand dollars. You said it, you fucker. Andy, Andy, do you think he really would be able to one shot? I could say a million dollars. He's not gonna get shit from me. Yeah, he's not gonna do it. Uh, do you want to know a secret? Yeah. What? I no took, ringers. There were two times <laughs> that I beat a Bloodborne boss in mm. one try. Mm-hmm. Mm. There were mm-hmm. two bosses. Mm-hmm. Great, great. Mm-hmm. Which ones? Mm-hmm. It was the the first one, the tree guy, the, the tree giant guy. tree guy. Isn't that big wolf thing? The I don't first know what boss it is. It just looks like a Bloodborne giant tree. That the giant one on the bridge. Uh, that's like yeah, the the cleric beast. The cleric beast. Yeah, that that's the first boss. Yeah. I beat that guy. Tree guy. One try. He just looks like a giant tree. <laughs> I don't guy. know. Yeah. Um, my memory is very blurry. Literal and, giant wolf beast. Um, <laughs> yeah. The uh, the three the three witches. The three sisters. Uh, oh, yeah. those are easy. Those doesn't matter. Just fart I, it, on it, them it, and they'll die. You, well, if nah, that easy. but anyway, that's easy. not what we're talking about. Elden, Elden Wing. Let's talk about it, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, oh, it's boy. called Elden Ring. Watch I'm, last I'm, week's episode if you want to know why we're calling it Elden Wing. Okay, Taylor, you wanted to be on the show so bad to yes. talk about Elden Wing. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> Lead, lead it off just say something yeah i want I to start with this it's just gonna be a conversation that's all this is gonna be let's go we don't have I, in. sure i i was telling andy before the show uh this is my very first time ever playing a from soft game with the exception of Sekiro, right at launch right mm-hmm. um like a, a dark souls bloodborne style like from soft rpg on launch day and so i went in totally blind no guides. I didn't watch anyone play the, the 
tech test. I didn't watch any like most efficient paths. Like I, I listened to a couple of reviews that didn't like go into any spoilers or anything. Did not watch anything. Um, and the way that I play these games is usually I will make like five different characters and just kind of feel them out. Right. Mm-hmm. The different starting classes kind of get an idea of like how they each feel, find one that like feels a little bit better and I'll commit to that one. Um, but I made the mistake of buying this game on two different platforms. I have it on PC and I was enjoying it so much on PC. I said, what if I could play this from the comfort of my own bed when I stopped playing it from the comfort of my office chair? Sure. I understand. <laughs> And so I bought it on my Xbox as well. Uh Uh-huh. As one does. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) You're a sick man. (laughs) So I went through this process twice. I made (laughs) like 10 characters. Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I I finally have settled in uh, and I've got two characters that are both at like level Mm 45-ish. I have made it through uh, Stormvale Castle on both of them. Mm -hmm. Uh, Holy shit, man. This game... This fucking game is just incredible. Like the density of these maps and like just the amount of shit that they have in here, all these little secret nooks and crannies and like dungeons and stuff is really cool. And then you get into places like Stormvale and there's like all kinds of these like side catacombs and like hidden bosses that you can fight that like it's, it's awesome. It's, very very awesome and i don't see a situation where this isn't my game of the year come december yeah i kind of agree with you taylor um it is it it is the hooks are in so deep the first time i actually sat down to play it i stopped at around midnight i got up at 12 30 (laughs) and went back to play till five in the morning because i could not stop thinking about it Mm. yeah really couldn't stop it was like oh yeah there was like this part of the map i was nearby and i saved it okay i'll go there later i was like oh but there was like a boss i I couldn't beat before Mm. let me just get up and do some exploring get some more graces level up once or twice and then start in the morning um it's amazing what a jump button and a mount can do right in Mm. a souls game it's really funny when you're fighting a boss on horseback and the boss thinks you're in dark souls mm-hmm. and it's like slowly trying to get you but yeah. you're like running circles you're literally around it. running circles around it yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a really funny yeah situation it's, it's but... like uh that first dragon that you run into right, right. right as you come out into that opening area um that first dragon you see that in dark souls you'd shit your pants right mm-hmm. Like, you'd be like, I'm not coming back here till I'm level 70 to kill this fucking dragon that's in this opening area. And and in Elden Ring, you just hop on your horse and, like, you can just run circles around it and it's, like, the easiest open world boss in the game. Like, mm-hmm. it's insane. Does, does I, that take away from... No. I don't know. It no. really doesn't. It, it adds really, truly does so that. much depth to the combat mm-hmm. because not only do you have, like, one-handed two-handed light heavy weapon arts now you also have your mounted combat and what each light and heavy attack does on either side of the horse like it adds so much to the combos and stuff 
adding that mobility allows you to like feel like you have more freedom and more tools at your disposal to like get creative when fighting these bosses because mm. like with the dragon for example you can fight it just on the ground totally mm. fine like it, yeah. it's not that difficult to just fight it straight up if you you know learn its patterns and stuff but it just like having the mount system having the jump attacks having the traversal options with torrent and stuff like and you can only use the like horse it, in open world stuff yeah, you can't use it in, like, dungeons or anything. Because it's, like, or... a ghost horse or some shit, right? Yeah, yeah. Kind of like, whatever. It's, like, a... I don't know. It's, a I've... spectral steed is what they call spectral it. spectral steed, yeah. yeah. And also, though, being on a mount, like, totally negates your physical weight, so you can equip a bunch of shit <laughs> yeah. as, like, a, as, like, a shitty mage, like I am, and get a little more protection when you're on your mount. <laughs> yeah. A lot of armor switching goes on when I'm playing the old Elden Ring, but... You know, it really, when it comes to that sense of scale and exploration and discovery from software is unmatched mm -hmm. because you take a step and like there's a ruin. You take a step, there's a temple. Each building has like meaning to it. Like, is there like a yeah. secret staircase going down there? Is there a chest? Is there a boss fight? There's boss fights that unlock shops. And the idea of like mini bosses all over the map is like the best tutorial for these kind of games because mm -hmm. you can like practice on the shittier, not shittier, but like the lesser bosses and get that confidence built and then yeah. fight an actual real boss. Such a smart move. Mm -hmm. And each area feels so different from the other and you're in constant awe while you're playing it. Yeah. It's my jaw is like always agape. Yeah. And, and the number of enemies that you see, like, it, it's not just the areas each look different, but they're reskinned with, you know, like new textures and you fight the same bad guys. Like every mm. area feels like its own part of the world and it has its own like enemies and its own conflicts and stuff. Like the first time I went down to Weeping Peninsula, I think Weeping Peninsula is one of my favorite areas in the entire game because it has such a cool so like self-contained story there's like very obvious like conflict there um and you can see that and like you you see how these two factions that are technically both hostile to you like fight it out and stuff like it it's super super cool um and then as you explore more you uh find like different uh dungeons and stuff that like oh shit that's why this is this way and and stuff like that like and it's all just contained in this one little like you know one of the very first areas you go into and each area feels unique like that as you go into it it has its own like conflict and story that it wants to tell um and and kind of keeps pushing you forward and and mm -hmm. enticing you with with the millions of carrots that they lay around the world it's a lot distractions are everywhere like i'll start to do one quest line then i'll go into a new area then okay well, i can unlock this shortcut over here but if i have to do this other thing first get these medallions then go see this lady in this upper north area mm -hmm. and then you're like what was they doing again why am i here question in this game <laughs> so yeah. in in other in the previous i i have experience with bloodborne that was the one that i played the most i think i beat like nine or ten bosses or whatever it was yeah. um that really didn't have like quests for you to do or like 
a it, like the narrative was very much kind of uh secondary to just the, the it, it was a passive narrative i should say um where you kind of went through and you and and the world was kind of mucking around you and you kind of pieced yeah. two and two together mm-hmm. um now this takes an open world approach which means you could pretty much go anywhere you want in whatever direction you want within reason right there are some bosses that are going to kick your ass maybe you don't want to go there right away you know typical open world de- design philosophy um sure. what is the quest philosophy for a game that is about hunting and killing these bosses like that's the thrill the thrill is the boss right for me yeah. the allure of this game for me would be the rpg elements and the character building and like mm-hmm. the intense encounters and stuff like that um and souls is known for you losing progress in a quote run um which in a linear game makes sense how did they make it make sense in the open world yeah i i think there are two like two things here first addressing the like losing of progress and stuff like that in the open world design um there are sites of grace everywhere like as soon as you that's like your bonfire Bonfire. okay like that's that's your resting point or or the lanterns and bloodborne gotcha like that's that's your safe space that's where you go to level up stuff like that um they're everywhere as soon as you get to a new poi and you're like man i haven't been to a site of grace in a while you look around the corner you see the the gold dust and you're like oh there's one right there um so that that kind of helps address that is you clear out a poi you move on to the next one at the next one most likely there's going to be a site of grace um so you never feel like you're too far away from like that safety and reprieve of being able to like level up and stuff if you need to it doesn't feel so punishing that you are just like constantly getting kicked in the dick and not able to like progress and and build uh your character up mm-hmm. um so I, the the way that they handle that i i think is perfect um and the ability to just fast travel at whim as long as you're not aggroed against anything oh, like being able yeah, to just big. fast travel fast travel to any site of grace anywhere in the world um really helps with that as well interesting um before you, is, before you yeah. move on to the next point, um, th- the risk reward was is a huge part of the souls thing. It's like, sure, do I want to, you know, go down this corridor, see what's over here, or do I want to run back to the last uh, lantern or bonfire or whatever, cash in my souls, level up a little bit, and then continue. But then when you do that, it resets everything you just did. How yeah. do they handle the world resetting? Uh, same thing if you rest at a side of grace it resets all of the uh, enemies there are a handful of enemies that you can kill that will permanently die um but for the most part usually the big bosses the right same. they stay dead. Yeah. this yeah this is why you always play online and read messages steven because if there's gonna be a big baddie somewhere on a banner door somewhere they'll always let you know or they'll <laughs> troll the fuck out of you here's like, a story safety ahead here's a story <laughs> yeah i think I went, I think it was I think it was Dark Souls or Demon Souls. I don't remember, but it was one of the ones mm-hmm. that I like tried. And I think they had the pre uh the pre-made messages that you could leave for somebody. Yep. Yeah. Um and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think one of them was like um 
move or run or whatever it was. It was something to, mm -hmm. to promote mm -hmm. going, right? Mm -hmm. Sure. This was my experience. So I come to this thing. I read it. It says to do whatever this is. And I, I don't remember what the command was, but whatever. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, and it was after, and I knew it was weird because in, in Demon Souls, I think it gave you fake ones that were like by the developers to kind of like teach you that this is a thing that might happen if you're online. Does oh, it, like they would leave a fake message. It would, it, it would be like as if, a, no, 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 it would be like a real, a real message that helps you, right. but it would be left by sure. the game, not by, you know, mm. other people. Yeah. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. It was like uh -huh. a way to teach you that about that system. And I think at that time it teaches you like to do it yourself and like whatever. Sure. Anyway, so mm -hmm. I'm going down and it's pretty early in the game and I get this message to go. So what do I do? What do I do? You go. I go. Yeah. Spikes <laughs> fall right to my death instantly. <laughs> learn my lesson immediately. Turn the, the online portion off. Was like, absolutely not. I'm not doing any of this shit. Um, Bloodborne. I got invaded once. Turned online off. Not interested. I'm good. Um, how do they handle that kind of stuff in this? See, I was like that too. In yeah. the old, in, in the old Souls, I was always like, oh, "No one come to me. I, it's hard enough as it is. Right? Leave me alone. Just let but me." Now I'm like, game. now I'm like, eh, fuck it. Just come at me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Um, those are all the same systems, more or less. Those are really mm -hmm. evolved or changed. It's all like you gotta find the item to like be able to invade or invite other to play with you like yeah. co-op those are all the same thing those haven't changed at all really um that i can tell yeah so the systems deep yeah the system's almost exactly the same yeah. as all of those previous games i got um, a funny story though to share with you guys okay well let 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 taylor finish his, <laughs> yeah, his let, point. Let taylor, yeah. yeah i just wanted <laughs> to touch on like the uh the quest design and the narrative yes, mm. a little bit. yes 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 um because I, I don't want you going into this, Stephen, thinking that like these quests are going to be way more accessible and way more easy to understand than like Bloodborne and stuff. The fact that you said Bloodborne didn't have like quests and stuff makes me a little wary to begin with, uh, because it very much does. They yeah, they uh, all have those in them. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just like wandered they, around until I found a boss. Like that's sure. legitimately how I played those games. There, there's not like a quest log, right? Like you're you're not going to be able to go into your your journal page and be like, okay, this NPC needs five uh, right. grapes Carrots. or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> like go get this MacGuffin over here and bring it back to this NPC. Mm -hmm. Like that, that's just not there. Um, I've actually started taking notes in a notebook. You need uh, to like like handwriting yeah. notes oh, no. about this game. Yeah, um, you don't have to do that if you want to experience this, like all of it. It would be good to keep track of, but you don't have to. Mm -hmm. um, one thing I would suggest uh, though is buying all of the notes that you can from the vendors because they mm -hmm. give you hints about this stuff. Um, which I think is really good. I will say the fact that they brought in George Railroad Martin for this um, is is noticeable, right? Mm. Like the the obtuseness of previous Dark Souls and Bloodborne storytelling um, is kind of polished away a little bit. Mm -hmm. It's still there, like it, it definitely is still there, but it's it's told in a much more um plain way like mm -hmm. the the conversations with npcs they are a lot more 
um, explicit in what they desire. They're not fucking um, riddles. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a little bit easier to understand like what their motivations are, what they're looking mm. for, how you can progress their quest line, where they're going next. Like even if they don't outright tell you a location, they'll be like, "All right, I gotta head up north, you know, to like get back to my family or whatever." Like you know, okay, I'm probably gonna run into this guy up north again. Right. Um, and, and so they, they kind of peel away some of that obtuseness that you had to glean from like reading item descriptions and right. stuff like that. It's funny how for a game that's a huge open world with it lets you explore wherever you want to go, there's so much more focus than previous from software games. Yeah. I feel like there's a very clear vision who these characters are and like and they'll talk to you for a long time. And I I know who people are, what they want to do, how to find them. Yeah. There's no more guesswork. Like, oh, yeah. like I'll find someone like, I know you're supposed to be there because I was told by this other guy what was going on. Yeah, there are also situations where like I ran into an NPC um, at Roundtable Hold that mm. he was like, oh yeah, let me just mark this spot on your map for you. Yeah, Go here. I, was, I was like, you're doing what for me in the Dark <laughs> yeah. Souls game? You're marking yeah. my calendar? And my so calendar, my, my map? That's <laughs> a calendar. Yeah. And so like they they definitely polish some of that away. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot easier to understand how the different factions and stuff interact as well. I think mm-hmm. that was one of the most frustrating parts with previous Dark Souls games mm-hmm. where you would be like, Yeah, I just want to help everybody out and be this, you know, good yeah, citizen, yeah. not understanding that like these two factions hate each other. And mm-hmm. if you help progress one that is like the antithesis of another and you could potentially kill off like one of your favorite NPCs if you do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they they make that interaction a little bit more clear and you understand the motivations of these factions a little bit more and how um, those could come into conflict later on. Mm. Yeah, I'm at that point now, Taylor. I was given what I think is a bottle of poison by somebody <laughs> to give to someone else. And I'm like, I don't know what to do with this bottle. Yeah. He's like, just have her drink it. I don't know, dude. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't sound but right. That's, that's the other half of the Dark Souls difficulty. It's mm-hmm. the 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 mystery isn't just the bosses, like how to beat them. It's who do I trust? Who do I support? Because like you're always asked to like pledge fealty, like oh worship me, serve me. Like I don't know, should I? Yeah. Who are you, weird doll witch lady? <laughs> that, that's like mm-hmm. in the in the northern woods, like with some glowy shit around you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? I love you. Yeah, like you, you, you got know, a waifu now. <laughs> for for Bloodborne, like the the story was told, it, like you said, d- definitely much more obtuse. But mm-hmm. it was, but there were still so many things that were so cool about it. Like, yeah, seeing like the per like the door, like the the person behind the door, right? Like that mm-hmm. whole weird thing that would happen. It's like, am I supposed to do this? I don't know does something happen here? I don't know, but it's different and it's interesting and there's a reason for it. And, but it's up to me to piece those puzzle pieces together to figure, figure that part out. Um, I lean more towards the Witcher style of like that. Here's the story for this, these people, here's what's going on. Go help them out. And you'd be like, okay. Yeah. 
I think Bloodborne by its design as like this like cosmic horror game mm-hmm. it was intentionally left very vague because that's right that's the genre it's you you don't tell what exactly is going on it's be as vague as possible and let these like otherworldly things invade your life and you got to figure it out this is very fantasy it feels in some parts i can get the game of thrones out of it i can squeeze yeah. it out all over the place that so you can tell that he wasn't involved in some way um mm-hmm. george river martin um but like the house is full of gasps i'm always gasping while playing this game because i'm playing as a pure mage i'm mm-hmm. a glass cannon i can't even take a hit oh no so when I'm when I'm hoarding like five hundred thousand runes in this game, the souls or whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it in other in previous games, and you're like that close to being killed, I'm always like, <gasps> <gasps> and Ken's always like, it's just a game, it's just a game <laughs> from the other room. Oh, but yeah? the no, other it's day, not Ken. But the other day, is that I right, Ken? Fighting. Is it just the game? It's also just a fucking Ritz cracker. <laughs> Listen to the pre-show for that one. <laughs> Listen to the pre-show for the context there. I was fighting a dragon and then Ken goes, yells out behind you. He was so <laughs> terrified. And I was like, I jumped out of the, my seat and I was like, those are my summons. They're with me. <laughs> so I had these two those are my summons. Yeah. And he was like, so concerned. I'm like, not just a game anymore, is it? <laughs> you're, you're in now. Now I got you. Yeah. But I did kill a dragon by farting on it. Or sneezing on it, it was, yeah, like that. burping or something. Yeah, was, yeah. yeah. I, I had to record that moment. I used like some mist spell. Mm-hmm. I just ran circles around it, through, casting mist, <laughs> this mm-hmm. life draining mist, and it killed it like in five minutes. Nice. I was like, this is the best shit ever. I love it. Um, I, uh, <laughs> go ahead. I'm I'm playing a samurai, high dex mm. bleed, and so I'll just like. Chip, 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 yeah. big chunk because you bleed them. <laughs> chip, 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 big chunk. Like it's great. Mm. I love it. I'm physically, I'm hurting now being away from it. Yeah. It's like I can imagine when you have because you guys have kids, you go on mm-hmm. vacation or whatever. Like Mm-mm. grandma takes them for like an afternoon. No, like yeah. I miss my kids. Not enough. I, I <laughs> that's what I feel like. I miss my baby. It's like yeah. I want to get back. I want to get back into because it it's like I feel, ugh, like I just want to get into it again until yeah. five in the morning and then go to work the next the, week. the number of nights that i've stayed up until two or three in the morning uh just hanging out in voice comms with my guys talking about this game and just like trying to piece together like holy shit the paintings andy yes <laughs> the fucking paintings yes like, it's so cool i yeah and we're like trying not to spoil things for each other, but no, like hinted stuff, and the then like trying like guys kind of kind of figure stuff out together. Like it's it's very cool. Let's I go to the chat because we did. I did see a question we from VP Snugs. Yeah. How do you guys feel about uh, uh, new about New World now that you have a mount? Oh, uh, I would assume that that question is pointed at me. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> I feel unchanged about New World because I have a mount in this game. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Oh, I see what the question means. In this game. Got it. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. 
All right, that makes sense. Um, do we have anything from our mailbag? I know I put out a an APB, but I don't know if we did. I'll, I'll just I was waiting for Mikey Kirsch to write a whole um, thesis, but what is it? he hasn't written one yet. Um, I don't see anything in Mailbag. Oh, so can I go play Elden Ring now? Is that what's um? No, but we're we're gonna kick it to our chat. Chat, if you're here and you have any questions about anything that we spoke about today, not just Elden Wing, but if you want to talk about uh Pokemon or anything like that, just please drop it there. Whilst, whilst, I. I'm going to take us into a hype member of the week. It's been, Oh, it's been quite a while since we did this. Oh, look at that. A little surprise. Yeah. A little surprise. Not in the dock. It's not in the dock dock at all. A little little off the cuff action. A little off the cuff. A little little off the cuff. I'm into it. It's completely off. Yeah. Take, take the cuff off. We have a massive congratulations to Hmm. one of our staunchest supporters, in Michael Kershaw, Mike, Mike mm. underscore Kirsch, who is about to open his chiropractic practice in Utah next week. And we are incredibly proud of Michael and we need everyone, everyone to support him. Go to his Facebook page. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm a bad friend. I can't remember the name of the thing, but that's because I am an idiot. So Never please, Instagram story, Instagram handle is at Simple Cairo UT. Yes, Simple Chiropractic is the name of the practice. Um, you could book appointments right there online. Super easy. Um, did I book an appointment just to give him money and waste this time? Yes, I did. I did. Was it the first appointment? Yes, it was. Yes, it was. And and I got to be honest. If you're in Utah, I don't even know how Mike is like he's never touched my body uh as someone who uh he has taylor can attest to that with that sensation mike mike has touched my body it's It's incredible he does a great job i i actually probably shouldn't say this on the record uh mike has not officially touched my body never before becoming a a doctor no no no, it was way before medical school yes it was great did it move oh yeah Oh, oh yeah oh it moved yeah <laughs> and you heard it too yep yeah my um, if, Steve, if steven can beat the first elden ring boss i will buy you a pc if he doesn't die how about that for some mistakes <laughs> oh my um but not speaking to his hand abilities i could just tell you that he's a good person and he's going to take care of you he's going to want to know what, what's ailing you and he's going to want to fix you so that yep. is the fam the hype fam member of the week or you know half a year because we do this once we every six it. months really mike like is one our of the quarterly most... hype fan member of the week yay <laughs> uh we have a question from vegas oh vegas girl on fire former patreon producer uh lisa wakefield from the associated press are you guys <laughs> going to twitchcon san diego no uh i didn't know that was a thing it is coming back TwitchCon is coming back. We we will uh, investigate and see if it is something what, that we can What do. happens at TwitchCon? It's a bunch of Twitch streamers. Uh-huh. Uh, the hot tub girls come together and come uh-huh. together. And then the sweaty men who watch the hot tub. Do girls I Yeah, cuz you know, it's not like a PAX or an E3 or you can't do you play games or do you watch them play games? 
How does it work? Uh, there are yeah. streaming booths where you can go in uh -huh. and do your stream. Uh, they have consoles, PCs, and stuff like that for you to do your thing. Um, but uh -huh. it's really a networking event. That's really I would purpose. imagine. Yeah. It, like VidCon in the sense. Like yes, all the exactly. big YouTuber people come together and just exactly. have orgies. Just and yeah, inappropriate stroke for a weekend. each other. Yeah. Big circle jerks going on. Yeah. For like big old no, you're good at streaming. No, you're good at streaming. That's fame, fame whoring off each other for three yeah, days exactly. straight. Got it. Love uh, it. You know, we'll there, there. there'll probably be some <laughs> cosplay or something. Uh, or something. Bone Jangle says when he went to TwitchCon, it was just a party for Shroud. So there you go. There you go. That's met, how it goes. Met, met Snowbike Mike. Snowbike Michael. Yeah. Uh, of the show. Former guest of the show. See, now, I, that's a mic I want to touch me. Just going to say that right now on the stream. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. Yeah. Absolutely. Probably shouldn't put that out to the public, Andy. Chewing ice cubes <laughs> on a podcast. Podcasting 101. We have done yeah. two. Two. Two big good big, things Big no-no's. Um, I wasn't trying to chew the ice cream, but we have the little pellets now in our little ice uh, maker. So it just got in there. Yeah, it, just snu no, it snuck past my. Listen, a water sip ain't so bad, but chewing on ice, it's like take a piss on the stream. Scene. I know. I'm aware. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, next... that's going to bring us to the end of the show. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening and watching. Of course, you could watch this later if you're listening to this right now and you're like, you know what? I want to see these guys. I want to see the evolution of the beard that's going on on the screen right now. <laughs> I know. It's like, look at that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I haven't shaved in a couple of weeks. Taylor's <laughs> starter, weeks. starter <laughs> Pokemon. I have more hair joke. on the back of my neck than you do in your head. Steve, on your it face. was a joke. Sure it was. Sure it was. has been like five days. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, if you want to follow us on social media, we're at dual uh, underscore screens. Uh, I am a bad child. Twenty-seven. <laughs> definitely, definitely. I'm definitely. that cute little pepper crocodile. Okay, you sure are. Hit <laughs> me. You sure are. Andy is the sassy duck. I guess I'll take the, the grass. Cat. I'll take it. You want the grass cat, so you yeah. get what you want. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Andy is at pants guy. I'm at bad child. Twenty-seven. Taylor is at its purger, and of course, Corey is at the grounded gamer. Uh, that's grounded with no e, double d. He makes me say that contractually. It's part of our agreement. God. <laughs> um, yeah. So thank you so much for listening it. and watching. Again, go to youtube.com slash dual screens TV. Uh, give us a subscription over there. A uh, ton of reviews coming out very soon. A lot in the works. Uh, go to dualscreens.com for all of your dual screens needs. Uh, revamp of the website is coming up very soon. Uh, Taylor and Maltese and myself, we're all kind of working on getting that thing rolled out very soon. Um, but thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. And as always, please be excellent to each other.